sandwich. Welcome to PLT episode. Are we at episode 30 yet? I couldn't tell you. This would be episode 30, I think. Let me double check. I don't have 30 fingers. How would I possibly count that far? Yeah, this is episode 30. Holy smokes. Boys, we made it to episode 30. Yeah. 3-0. What should we do to celebrate? Let's just all stop and reflect on the journey of what this show has been. Good, because I prepared some piano uh, montage music like from the Oscars when they look back on all the dead people. Okay, great. So let's do that right now. Um, but what else can we say about the mullet? <laughs> that was a great moment. It's <laughs> <laughs> just freestyling the mullet. <laughs> Dude, remember that one? <laughs> what else would you like to say about it? <laughs> oh, we should have clipped that. I think we lost the footage for that one, though. This is my favourite moment coming up. No one's <laughs> fucking asking you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I see why that one was your favourite moment. Um, but what else can we say about the mullet? <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember the bit you said after that we had to take out? Yeah. It was so crazy, Blake. You need to stop this bit. This is so much editing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for whoever has to do this. No. I, Dib's not. Oh, oh. Shut up. He put himself in this situation. You guys acting like you would ever edit the podcast <laughs> yeah. if you didn't have to. Yeah. No, no, I have some big ideas for this bit that you guys won't get a say in. Anyway, yeah, wow, well, that was a great montage. I'm glad we reflected upon those episodes now that we hit episode 30. And, uh, man, what a way to celebrate. It's our first international app. Oh, True. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. first time the pod has been abroad. It's Well, isn't it funny that we announced a tour last week of Australia and then we immediately leave the country? <laughs> yeah, you know why? We're building demand there. Yeah. We're like, if they see us gone, they'll be like, oh, these guys are international superstars. We'll definitely come and check out their live podcast tour, which is still half booked. Yes, yes, yes. Tickets are still not available, but... Well, but actually, it's not yeah. Christmas yet. It's yeah. not Christmas and yet. And I said tickets should be available before Christmas because it is fun to say <laughs> stuff. Well, God. definitely within the next two to three weeks, they will be on sale. Oh, you asshole. Dude. It's, it's annoying when you say stuff because I don't see you making phone calls and doing admin. You oh, kind of just say stuff and then go, all right, boys, we'll get on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and isn't the, it fun to say? It's great to say. Yeah. Even fun to have no responsibility towards the fun thing that you say. That is the existence of Blake Pavey, if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Gets and to I, say and do fun things, but doesn't have to organise any of them. And I, I urge anyone uh, not in my position um, to – I think I think it's just a point of jealousy for everyone else. I think, <laughs> fuck, I wish I had that life. Yeah. Actually, not true. You, he, does, he has a bit of responsibility. He has organised something fun. He's somewhat planning the Royal Rumble Day for next year, like January His own birthday party. <laughs> somewhat. Oh, wow, what an achievement. He planned a day where we'll come and celebrate him. Yeah, baby steps. <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> this is fully planned. We have the rules ready to go. What's the rules? You Googled Royal Rumble drinking game. No, I made my own. <laughs> Yeah, I've made my own. Can you run us through it? Yeah, do you want it? Uh, well, basically, just for a little bit of context, the Royal Rumble is a WWE pay-per-view live event in which 30 wrestlers enter the ring with a countdown one by one. Yeah. So, uh, And then the objective is the last one standing. They have to throw each other over yeah. the ring, and whoever's the last man standing wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so everyone gets there on the day, picks a number in a hat between 1 and 30, and then what you have to do is keep that number a secret until your particular wrestler comes out. And it, when they come out, that's when you go, yep, this is me. Okay. okay yep, so cool. you're officially in the rumble. So then you have to take a sip when – you have to take a big gulp when your superstar comes in. Yep. Or your superstar gets eliminated. Take a uh, – and you have to finish your drink if your superstar wins. Okay. Oh, okay. If your superstar is eliminated. Wait, if your superstar if, wins the rumble. Yeah, you have to finish your drink. Like, like finish a full drink. I feel like that's such a weak thing for if your superstar wins. What do you mean? Oh, well, we can two drinks, three drinks. Yeah, I feel like you should finish a six-pack or something. If you're Are you literally reading drinking game rules out on a podcast? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Is that what – no, no, I was just, I was just fucking asked to do that. <laughs> this is yeah, you, I know. This was per request no, I did by ask you to do it. Me? I, you, well, you, I think we both – well, I think I asked him to read the rules out. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> No, I did not deem this as good content. Well, mate, turn your other fucking ear that way. Stop fucking hearing it. I'm sorry sorry to any listeners that were enjoying it, but I hated it. Okay, truck boy. All right, relax. Truck truck is good. (laughs) Also, you, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You think this is bad? Why did you get to my list later on in the (laughs) game? 
You have to finish multiple drinks if your superstar wins, if your superstar is eliminated under a minute, yeah. or if a massive legend returns or makes a debut in the okay. WWE. So this is what I'm getting from, from the rules and from this list here is that I'm on Team Blakey. He has done a little bit of admin here, and I'm proud of him for that. Good job. Yeah. What, what I'm getting from this list is you don't want to be conscious on your birthday <laughs> this year. <laughs> Who does? No, it won't, be on my, won't be on my birthday. It'll be three days before my birthday, and then I will also be unconscious on my birthday. So bro's planning two days of cereal binge drinking to forget yeah. things. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, but exactly. it's just, I think it's crazy that you're giving him credit for planning, like, a day of Blake Pavey celebration. Well, you know what, mate? It's like, this is what I feel like here on this podcast. I feel like Luke and I are the parents, and Blake is our young son, and he's, you know... Not he's not as he's not as quick as the other kids are. So when he does do something, we need to positively reinforce it. That's what I'm doing. You know, yeah. It's funny. Last what? week you weren't able to upload and do the podcast, which is why it was late. Yes. Because right? yeah. I then I it got put onto me and I had a really busy week, had shows and stuff. Mm. And then uh in the office I had a bunch of stuff to do and everyone was talking to me and trying to get all these things done because we we're we we're home for one week and then I go, oh, I have to upload BLT. And then everyone goes what do you? Why can't Blake do that? And then everyone collectively went, "All right, yeah, you do it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they because asked the question, and then they thought about it for more than two seconds, and they were like, yeah. "Well, it does need to get posted." So, <laughs> yeah, because what? That's not my job. <laughs> that's my your job is playing WWE 2K yeah. until someone calls you, uh, or you have to come to a podcast once a week. <laughs> Yeah, and I urge anyone to not feel such an, a sense of jealousy for the life that I live. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Sorry I don't wake up fucking stressed every day. <laughs> I'm living a great life and I'm happy with it. Oh, you must be. Yeah. I'm glad you, you are. Because if you were unhappy with it, it would, that would make me sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then I'd be, be like, well, maybe happiness doesn't exist. <laughs> if you can't be happy, then no one can. There is no utopia. Yeah, yeah. I just sit there every day, set LA Knights ratings to way higher than they should be, <laughs> and I win a rumble on on normal difficulty. God, it's a hard life being Blake Pavey. Yep. Um, yeah, so the live tour, right? Yep. Uh, people wanted updates. Uh, firstly, I just want to say thank you so much uh, to the BLT heads who hit us up, saying they were keen to come. Uh, it's good to get a little bit of uh, an RSVP going in the inbox. Yeah, just let great. us know. Yeah, here's, I'll be honest. Um not a lot of Adelaide BLT heads. And when I say not a lot, zero hitting us up. And there was no, no, some discussion one. this week. Ripley was one. Oh, yeah, we've had one. Yeah, Ripley yeah. was the one. There soul. was some discussion in the office. Uh, everyone else, I'm not saying us three, yep. but a lot of, uh, let, let's call them the big wigs, the the suit men behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. the fucking, the big, the fat cats up top. They want yeah. us to do a Taylor Swift. <laughs> they want us to dog Adelaide. They want us to ditch Adelaide because, I quote, it's not financially bi- viable and a waste of a weekend was thrown around. <laughs> yeah, which I is, completely disagree with. Not financially viable? <laughs> well, that may be the case, but I'm thinking it's going to be another F word. Fun as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's two F words. That's good. <laughs> um, I don't worry. I'm still campaigning to do one. Um, we just got to work out some logistics. I'm ha- I'm wrestling with something that no one should have to wrestle with. Uh, the thought of having to go to Adelaide twice in one oh. year. So I'm trying to avoid that. Um, <laughs> do, I'm, you, do you think the the fat cats in the suits would be if this was the same? If we had all the BLT heads in Adelaide, but say we had absolutely none in Perth, do you reckon we would be having this same discussion right now? <laughs> no, because Adelaide doesn't have Swan Draft on tap, yeah, exactly. and that's something that they need to work on as a city. Yeah. <laughs> Fix so that. Adelaide. If they want to get the big acts there, like the BLT Live Pod and Blank Face, yeah, they need to run. They need to stop running West End on tap and pretending like that's a beverage that's good. Jane Lomax existed. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Jane Lomax Smith needs to fix her city's infrastructure ASAP. That's a crazy name. I just go- just googled the mayor. I just googled mayor of Adelaide. Yeah, <laughs> her name is Jane Lomax Smith. Lomax, that's crazy. Damn, isn't that what Ratchet is from Ratchet and Clank? No, he's a lumbar. She looks like somebody tried to draw Sophia Vergara from memory. <laughs> 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 That's not really an insult, but it is an accurate description of that Isn't photo. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Should we just be transparent with how it's going? Yeah, why not? We have been offered. So, okay, this is what's happening. There's a chance, and obviously this isn't announced yet, but I'm going to be over there in Adelaide for a certain festival 
for yep. a week. The, uh, the Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be doing a show and we're trying to organise it the same week as that because all the venues are taken up for, from the fringe, right? Mm. Uh, it's hard to find a venue for this BLT podcast. So we've been offered <laughs> our best bet so far to do an Adelaide show is a 2 p.m. matinee <laughs> live pod. That's uh, And listen, I've got to be honest, I'm going to put my foot down and be transparent as well. BLT heads, I'm against the 2 p.m. shindig. I'm not going to lie. I'll do it for the – if you guys want it, I will do it. But blank face doesn't perform before sundown. I'm sorry. If, if, if Coachella said to me, hey, man, we're going to give you a 2 p.m. slot, I'd say – Fuck off. That is not untrue. No, it is, that is the truth. I've never d- performed before sundown. A bit of Coachella came and knocking. I would say, go away. I don't want it. You'd, you'd perform at 7 a.m. <laughs> Coachella as people no, are setting I, up the tents. No, I wouldn't. I would definitely not. I would stick to my morals. I wouldn't sell out. And I would wait until 6.38 p.m. Or depending on the time the sun sets that specific day. I swear to God, I wouldn't do it. They'd come at you being like Coachella, and you'd be like, "No, Chella." <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, but, but if they said, "All right, nine PM," you'd be like, "Yo, Chella!" Chella, chill, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's where we're currently standing. Uh, Melbourne locked in. Melbourne confirmed. Fairly sure. In. Sydney almost locked in. Just got to finalize a date. Yeah, we've got a venue. We've got options, and it's looking good. Brisbane. Not looking great, not but looking we're, we're working on it. We're cooking it. Townsville? Perth, Townsville have not replied. So that one awesome. is Up also trying to get cut by the big wigs. And yeah. the, well, and, I, and the I simply man. won't allow that. That is off the cards. Perth? Uh, we have a slot booked in. However, yep. it's <laughs> you're not going to like it because it's another matinee. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. It's a 4 p.m. on a Sunday, which uh, I actually okay. like. 4 p.m. I can settle for. I'll, I'll make arrangements. Yeah. I'll meet in the middle. 4 p.m. I can, I'll do. A, a BLT Sunday sesh, I don't mind. I don't what, mind that. That'll be nice. What day is the wrestling? It will be the day after the, the wrestling. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. That's, we can make that work. Well, I mean, we might be morbidly hungover. That was my only thing as well. That's well, okay. We might be. But isn't that, isn't that the vibe of a Sunday sesh? Is, you know, if, you get, if you're going to do something on a Sunday, everyone's a little bit dusty. Everyone just wants to have a nice vibe. It Actually, this, this is the thing. Sorry to the other uh, cities, but Perth might actually be getting the best show of them all if it's, if it's on that date because we're going to be on cloud 11 after the wrestling. Mm. They're going to get the uh, WWE uh, Elimination Chamber recap yeah, live. The because there's going to be stories from that 100%. And I know this is the thing. This is the thing, BLT heads. We see your comments. We see your messages. We know that we get a lot of things that say, stop talking about WWE Summit. Fuck you. I'm not going to silence ourselves, our passions and our interests. We'll talk about it as much as we want. If you're going to message me like after every episode, Mark, and say, hey, man, (laughs) less WWE chat, I think your problem is us, not the content. (laughs) No, I think... Maybe no, also Mark said he was coming to the BLT live show <laughs> on the on the uh, on the specific request that we get on the mic for one song. Good. That would, okay. that well, that's yeah. That's, so that's Mark, we'll see you there. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's look, it's taking shape the tour, um, but it's not it's not there yet. No, it's not it's not at one hundred percent ready to rocket and launch. But we're, no. we're making the sandwich. We're gathering the ingredients, yes. I would say. Yeah. yeah, if anyone knows any um, venues in Adelaide that are not participating in the Fringe that can hold a show, which I don't think exists no, because no. the city gets taken over by that festival. They have quite the monopoly, man. It was a pretty silly thing to do, trying to organise a show outside of the Fringe during the Fringe. Well, this mm. is the thing. I think we're maybe thinking too – I think we're t- – man, I think we're too deep in the system. I think we're too used to working with venues like this. Maybe we need to think outside the box. Is there a guys? Do you have an open field that we could use, perhaps, for 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 an hour or two uh, in Adelaide? Are you allowed to do that? Just invite people to a park? Absolutely not. You need permits and stuff, but we don't have to tell the people that. Yeah. What, what about if, if we go to like a secluded river? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Secluded river. Uh, I'll bring a few generators for power, so we can record the show. Power of PA. We, you know what? The blank face part could even be entirely acoustic. We could go. We could go completely off the grid. Amish edition. Why not? I'll just sing louder. It'll be fine. Okay. Well, I, but, I, but this is the thing. I don't want to miss Adelaide. The, the belt heads of Adelaide deserve a little bit of love because Taylor Swift well, doesn't care for them. No, Taylor Swift doesn't. But also, um, 
I didn't get any DMs from them. So let us know if you are listening to this from Adelaide and you do want to come see the live pod because apparently there's zero correspondence yeah. or interest yeah. in hit, that event. Hit the DMs, Luke, Blake, or myself. Just say BLT head from Adelaide here, keen for the live pod. And, and also, people need to throw out everything. If you've come to one of our live shows, like Blake or I live, you throw out that level of production. This is an intimate grassroots event. Yeah, You're, you you might think, oh, they don't need me there. Trust me, we, we do. We do need you there. <laughs> There's a lot of concern in the office about the profit margins, and not even profit, whether or not the man, will be in the red we for need this to, tour. Oh, fu- we need. To, this is for the people, man. This is for the love of the game. Fuck the the big wigs, the fat cats. They want to talk about their profits. We're not about that, man. We're for the peace. We're for the love. We're for the people. All right. Peace and love, man. Peace and love. We're the Beatles of the live podcasting industry, man. (laughs) Peace and love. Peace and love. Because here's also the thing. If you're listening to this podcast, I would say you're a big fan of... One of us, all of us, two of us, whatever the combination half is. Half of us. Probably, uh, yeah. yeah, half of us. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, there is a certain portion of the general wider population that maybe just see me and Luke on TikTok. I remember posting a clip of a BLT clip. Yep. It was me and Luke in the same frame. The top comment sat at about 7,000 likes. It was, oh, my God, been waiting for you guys to collab for years. <laughs> so that's the level... That that's what we're trying. That's the hurdle we're overcoming. Jeez, man, that's that is really something. So it, <laughs> the first time I ever spoke to you was we were collabing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Anyway, it's set to be big, and all I can really truly promise at this point is that the blank face portion of the night is going to be off chops because I've got some big things prepped. It's going to be great, so it's going to be good. But uh, I wanted to just. Well, before Wait, you track into that, people okay. probably have no idea uh, which part of the podcast each of us represents at this stage. Oh, True. dude, did yeah. we forget again? God, we are so silly little... We're just a bunch of silly little boys. Right, <laughs> the silliest little boys. Uh, my name is Blake. I am the... Boy, oh boy, I can't believe we forgot to do this bit again of the BLT podcast. <laughs> uh, hi, my name's Luke. I am the... Let's freaking go. Thank God we're doing it of the podcast. That's good. Uh, my name is Tyler. <clears throat> I am the Toronga. It's pronounced Toronga, not Toronga. Toronga of the podcast. Mm. Good. Do we actually say that we're in New Zealand? I started to say that at this at the start and then it segued into the live show chat. But I we think are I just in New said Zealand. we're abroad. And people I said we're international yeah. and I was trying to get into it because I have a story about where we are. And then we segue into the live show pod. But that's right. I'm going to segue back into the fact that we're in New Zealand right now. I wonder what country people thought we're in this whole time. Like, rip an episode in Taiwan. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, the boys are really killing it in Denmark, eh? Hey? Yeah. <laughs> in Denmark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we are in New Zealand. And it's great to be here, man. New Zealand's beautiful. It, 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 does, do you guys agree that the New Zealand accent is the cutest? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. It's not like... Uh, threatening or sexy or anything else. It's just cute. You're just like, oh, cute little New Zealanders. I, I love it so much. Yeah, me too. I love it to the point where I can't stop uh, giggling at it and it kind of ruined uh, parts of my show. I was trying to do crowd work last night on stage and everyone thought I was a crazy person. I asked a girl a question and she went, yes, and I lost my shit laughing and the whole crowd stared at me like, what was the joke? And I was like, oh, no, she just said a thing and I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I need to stop. It was really funny. I just I said the word Maccas and then I was like, oh, do you guys say Maccas or do you guys just say McDonald's? And they're like, nah, yeah, we say Maccas. And then this one girl from the back, she just goes, yep, Maccas manager here. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I really want to get into a fight here because I just feel like it would be the funniest pre-fight altercation of all time. Just like a guy running up to me, just like, oh, I'm going to bash you. I'm going to fucking bash you so I'm hard, gonna man. I'm going to bash your head in. <laughs> I'm going to stab you. I'm going to stab you so hard, I'm man. I'm going to stab you. Last night, a girl was like, I was like asking if anyone had a weird job. She's like, I'm a six worker. And I was, I thought she only fucked sixes for like a second. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. That's rude. Don't dog them like that. What's wrong with an eight? You know? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, well, it feels good to be here in New Zealand. And uh, listen... We're here 
we're here on the Luke Kidgel Happy Hour Tour. We've gone abroad, international. Um, the last time I travelled internationally was last year on your last tour, Luke, where we came up to New Zealand. And so I haven't used my passport since, obviously. <laughs> now, I'm dumb. You know this. Sure. You would agree that I'm dumb. I'd, I'd, uh, maybe. I mean, that's that's a burn on a lot of the rest of society. Okay. Because, well, like, you're, Thank I, you. I deem you a somewhat more intelligent person than 80% of people. But, yeah, you have your moments. Thank we all you. do. So, thank you so much. Okay, cool. Well, I com- obviously knew that we were going to New Zealand, and I, for some reason, completely forgot that uh, you require a passport to travel. Right? It just doesn't feel international. It doesn't feel international. I'm sorry. Mm. Australia to New Zealand, it doesn't feel like I should need a passport. It's a three-hour flight, and we all fought together in Gallipoli. Not <laughs> us, but, like, our granddads. No, I was there. I was there as well. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, I missed out on that one. Yeah, I'm in my 120s. I was with yeah. my mate Dan. He was from Auckland, and we were on the trenches on, of Gallipoli, and he was like, oh, this is shit, eh? This, this is fucking shit. sucks, eh, bro? <laughs> oh, fuck. Let's go oh, get no. these Turkish people, eh? Let's get this shit over and done with, eh? <laughs> oh, they do pretty good bread. Okay. <laughs> but let's not get to get rid of too many of them because I'm actually balding at the moment, eh? So I might have to come back here in a couple of years, eh? <laughs> and now when I look at Danny's hairline, fuck, man, it's so good. You know what's funny? This is crushing to our Australian audience and absolutely bombing <laughs> horrifically. Dude, what? New Zealanders do not find it funny. No, but I started mocking them. Like, on stage... I don't know why I thought it was funny in the moment. Someone would say something and I'd repeat it back in their accent yeah. thinking it would crush. No. Because in my head, that's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. I don't, I think yeah. <laughs> New Zealanders, you don't need to get so defensive about your accent. It's like a compliment. You have like a cool, it's like a great thing to hear. It's it's so smooth on the ears. But I agree. People get, they get so like, when you're like, oh, it's such a nice little accent. They go, what do you mean? It's, uh, it's we're scary. But know? I think it's. It's it's fun to us because we talk so aggressively shit. Australian accents suck. They're disgusting, man. It's like yeah. dribble. It's, it's like, like one below a South African. What? That accent is... <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? It's horrific. Oh, the South African accent? Yeah. Oh, the South African accent. It's so hard okay, to listen to. Like that movie... Um, District 9. I yeah. Knew, I knew exactly where you were going. What do you mean? Fucking prawns, man. And the guy from The Boys... The guy from the boys. Doesn't he speak in like a South African accent? Oh, Carl accent? Urban? Yeah, the main guy with the beard. Yeah, He Carl speaks with a South African accent. He has Doesn't an Australian he's, accent. He's Aussie, yeah. Oh. Why do you think he was South African? He's Australian. Oh, why does he put on that accent then? Dude, he doesn't. He speaks in an Australian accent. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the way he talks in that. <laughs> oh. He's got the same accent as you. Yeah, I hate it. How many, you've watched three seasons of that show. <laughs> How do you like you South African? Like, I was like, why did they cast a South African? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But like South African af- accents, Matt what? Damon in... Uh, Invictus. Oh, I haven't seen this. Is that the soccer movie? I remember watching it. Rugby. The rugby oh, union rugby, movie. Rugby. I remember we had to watch it in year 11 history. And it was like, oh, Matt Diamond. Yeah, the, sp- the spring box. The yeah. spring box. Yeah, that's wild. crazy. Yeah, it's just, that shit, it's, not, it's just an aggressive accent. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah we're, that's what you're saying. It's, it's really cute and lovely here. That's why it's like a little bit funny. We're just like, we are feral. Yeah. Like when I think of the Australian accent, I think of like that dude you went to high school with. What like the shit he posts on Facebook, like like he's still in year nine, just like shit, like fucking stop talking fucking shit, cunt. <laughs> shit cunts get fucking hit if you fucking get hit, cunt. Get shit, cunt. And then there's one comment just like, yeah, fucking oath, cunt. Fucking love you, brother. Fucking let me know if you fucking need anything. And he's like, fucking oath, brother. Thanks, Nan. Do you know what I mean? It's well, like we use we use a we use like objectively one of the worst like swear words as a casual friendly greeting. Yeah, and that's a part of our. It's ingrained deeply into our culture. By so. the way, I don't think we're allowed to swear. The rest of the episode, I think we just used them all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jules is tuned out. Like, yeah, I think you know, like how in TV time slots, like there's a quota of how many yeah, bombs you drop. Yeah. You just did it all. You just oh, you. Some up. Um, anyway, back to the story. So I'm dumb. I forgot that it requires a passport to travel internationally because I thought New Zealand was a fake country and it was just a part of Australia anyway. And so I wake up Saturday morning. We were leaving early, early Sunday morning. And I wake up Saturday morning at about 10 a.m. And Meg has messaged me. And she goes, hey, can you send me a photo of your passport? And I went, yeah, easy done. So I sent her a photo. And then I was like, oh, I have to find my passport. I, I'll, it's, in the, it's in my filing spot that I usually leave it every year. And so I get out of bed and I open the filing spot 
and it's not there. And I go, mm, interesting. How many hours before the flight is this? This is, I was. It's not even twenty four. It's it's would be twenty hours now. About oh twenty two hours because the flight was at eight a.m. So this is ten a.m. And I go, mm, interesting. Not there. Fair enough. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, it must be in the other spot that I would have put it. Check the other spot. It's not there. And I go, okay. I'm starting to panic a little bit now. <laughs> and I go, that's interesting. Uh, and also, Mia had just stayed with me in Melbourne for a week. So I'd done like a massive clean of my room. My room hadn't looked as clean as that since before we, just before we moved in when it was empty. So everything was clean. And I was like, hmm, maybe when I was cleaning, I put it in, in an even safer spot so that I wouldn't lose it. And then I thought, well, what could that be? And I had about three ideas on the top of your head. And I thought, okay, I'll check those. I checked those three spots, couldn't find it. Now the panic's really starting to set in. And I'm going, oh my God, what have I done? I've fucked up Luke's tour. I'm going to kill myself. I, I hurricane through my room. I spent probably two hours tearing everything apart in my room. Shit is all over the shop, like full tornado. I'm freaking out. I'm sweating like I've just run a marathon. I'm sprinting through the house, looking in other rooms that I've moved stuff to, and I'm thinking, where the fuck could my passport be? I, I'm rolling through every idea in my head. Where could I have put it? <laughs> and then I have like, I go through all the stages of grief, like coming to terms with the reality of it going. But then I'm thinking to myself the whole time, like, I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. And then I'm putting myself in my shoes from last year. I'm looking through photos of the last two, like, what bags did I have? Where did I put it? And I'm thinking, I'm really dumb, but I'm not that dumb. I would have put it somewhere where I'd be like, this is a safe spot that I'm not going to lose it. No one will look there. My past will be there. It has to be somewhere with something that I cherish or something that's really important that I know I'll look after forever. Now, I found my passport, obviously, because we're here in New Zealand. <laughs> I've taken a video <laughs> of my room and the location in which I found the passport. And I want you to watch it. Is it next to something you did? I want you to watch this video. So describe to the audience what you see. You don't need the audio. The audio is not oh new. Jesus. Look fuck. at my room. That's. You've got like. That's like a 16 year old girl's depression room. <laughs> It's it's an absolute nightmare scene, mate. Look at this. <laughs> 4K Blu-ray of Elvis. That's <laughs> the passport. <laughs> you put your passport in a Blu-ray of Austin of, Butler's of Elvis, Elvis <laughs> inside the DVD case. Why? You were like, I will know it's in here. Yeah, I was like, oh, it must have... Is that because you're obsessed with the Elvis yeah, movie on last so. year's tour? That's wild own... to think the obsession would last another year. <laughs> I don't know why I did that, man. Or it was just at a similar time where that Blu-ray was getting a lot of use. So you yeah, were just yeah. like... Oh. I was like, clearly I'll be, using, I'll be watching this two times a week for the next 52 <laughs> weeks like I am now. Is the Blu-ray disc not in there? No, the Blu-ray disc is in there and it comes with... There's two discs in there, man. There's the Blu-ray and the 4K one. Imagine if you sold that on Facebook Marketplace and they get a Blu-ray of Elvis and some <laughs> random's passport <laughs> as well. But that's the thing. I knew that I would never, ever sell that. I would never part <laughs> ways. I knew I would never part ways with it. Now, let's just... Can I just cut to my perspective let's yep. spider-man 2 we've gone from miles back to peter parker on the <laughs> other side of the city right yeah, yeah. cut cut to me i get off the tram at flinders street station and i'm feeling unorganized myself i'm like fuck my suitcase is just carked at the day before this sucks i'm gonna have to get a new suitcase and i'm like god i'm such a piece of shit unorganized this sucks and i'm walking to get a new suitcase and i get a ring and it's tyler and i'm like oh hey man how you going and he's just like Hey man, can I tell you something that you cannot ever say to anyone ever again? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you sell it on a podcast a week later. Well, because good to know yeah. your discretion is valued with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. And then yeah. what did he say? And then he was like, "I'm only telling you because Mia wasn't answering the phone." Or <laughs> what? And then he told you that. Yeah. And then I was like, "Dude, I just found my passport inside the Elvis blue after searching for two and a half hours and ruining my room." Oh, but we made it, man. We're here. And I'll tell you what, the second I get off the airplane, it's the passport is going straight back in my filing locker. That's where it's going. I'm not putting it anywhere else. No, I think you should chuck it in the Elvis case and then put the Elvis thing <laughs> in your filing. <laughs> no, I can just never use the Blu-ray. <laughs>
Now I think you will remember that you always keep it in your Elvis Blu-ray. That will never leave my brain. Mm. Because I... I, li- <laughs> I, You know how I was saying like when I lost it and I was looking for it, I went through all the stages of grief? When I found it, the second I opened the, the Blu-ray and I saw it in there, my legs went weak and like I went through all the stages of grief at my own, like how I view myself, if that makes sense. So I was like, oh my God, you found it. You're, ge- you're a genius. Oh my God, you're so dumb. Why did you put that here? Holy fuck, it is so depressing that you are this age and you're doing dumb shit like this still. But what is insane is why did you even look in there? It got to the, it got to the point in my passport hunt where I was like, I was I, like I said in my head I was like at the point where I was like oh well it's gone. But do you have any it. memory of you putting it in there? No, not at all. But that's crazy. Like say if I was looking for something like my passport or anything like a, if you lost like never once would I like oh I'll I'll open every Blu-ray of you know in my collection. So the only way I can explain this is because I was on the phone with me and I was talking about it and she was going oh my god like do you have any recollection of where it could be and I was like I don't have any recollection but for some reason there's like a there's like a, you know, when you have like a flashback or something or you have a dream and you kind of vividly like you just, it's like an, it's like a linked memory or something. I was like, for some reason in my head, I'm just picturing my Blu-ray shelf. And she was like, well, there's no way it's there. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't think so either. But for some reason, I have like a linked memory of my passport in my Blu-ray shelf. She's like, well, that would be ridiculous. It's not there. And so then it got to the point of just desperation. Where I was like, well, it's time to just flick through the Blu-ray cases and just see if something happens. And then I opened the. The, the second one I opened was the Elvis one. I was like, oh! It's like the worst sequel to the Jason Bourne series of all time where he's trying to remember his past. <laughs> he's getting yeah. just Blu-rays of I, like... I'm picturing it like, You're looking for trouble. And then he snaps out. He's like, what was that about? I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not joking you. It's crazy because I had this memory. I was like, I'm picturing my Eraserhead Blu-ray, <laughs> which was underneath the Elvis one. So weird. Isn't it weird, that's man? But that's why I went through. I was like, fuck. It must be. And then I was thinking to me, I was like, God, imagine if I just gave gave up, didn't look in the thing, and then I had to like own up and be like, hey guys, I lost my passport, can I come on tour? And you guys are like, well, you're a fucking gorilla brain, nice one. And then I'm like so depressed and so embarrassed by how immature and dumb I am. I'm like, God, anything I can find solace with is my 4K Blu-ray of Elvis, time to give it another watch. And I open the case and it's there, I just be like, no! <laughs> it's so funny. I feel so, well, it's good now. The, the Who I feel good for in this situation is Austin Butler himself. Because <laughs> Why? Three and a half years, didn't see his family, just became Elvis for three years. Probably unnecessarily so. Massively so. Lost yeah. every award on the major awards strip. <laughs> yeah. But it's good to see that that movie is finally worth something. Doing some good in the world. Yeah. <laughs> True. Ah, oh, that's fucking awesome, man. But it feels good to be here, man. It feels I'm, good to be here. I'm glad that um, Meg is more organized than me and she files my passport away. Yeah. And then when I'm about to go overseas, I go, Meg! And she just had Thanks, man. Well, didn't last year you you had there was a moment where we didn't know where your passport was, right? That was before the last New Zealand tour. Yeah, I don't think I put it back in the file. (laughs) (laughs) I did a U. I was like, I'll know where this is. Yeah, when I need it. I don't remember where I put it either. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. I think I found it in my Shrek hat. Really? (laughs) You know, yeah. My brother once bought me like a green Shrek cap that has it's like a green cap that has the Shrek ears out of it Mm. from uh, Universal Studios in Singapore. That's so cool. And uh, I'm pretty sure the last time I lost it, I found it in my Shrek. Oh my god! Almost worse than. Yeah, that's amazing. That is really good. Well, who's the responsible one now? Because I had absolutely no trouble finding my passport (laughs) again. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well done, Blakey. Um, I have a. If we're happy to move on, I have a list. Oh, good. Yeah, I'd like, I, came, I came up with a list. Took me all, I've, I took all week curating this list. How many? What's, what's the list? This is my – well, I have two you can pick from. Do you want my top three or my top five? Well, I feel like here's the thing. Here's we'll the probably thing. get through both because the top three is very quick. Well, the thing What's is – two lists? I've got two lists. One's, you know, one I put more thought into, one I'm more well, – the other one way more passionate about. Here's the thing. I think that – uh, people in the audience might be saying this list stuff is getting old, but it's not because two two episodes ago I had my top ten, which was a which was a segment that I came up with, and then last week Luke came up with his own segment, which was top five. Now they're two completely different segments. Yeah, 
unrelated. So so already that's two brand new ideas you guys are getting. This yeah. week you've got a top three, it sounds like. Yeah, I And do. a top five. So Blake's got a top five and a top three, which isn't a top five that Luke did last week or the top ten I did the week before that. So this is another new segment. Yeah. So if you guys are sitting there going, geez, the boys are running out of ideas, rethink yourself because these are three new segments. How many podcasts are launching new segments week after week after week? I swear yeah. to fuck if Mark is not happy about this. <laughs> I think uh, whoever Mark is, this BLT head that's messaging you, really got in your head, Mark. Congratulations. <laughs> You've absolutely defeated Blake Pavey with what <laughs> seems like one DM about a WWE complaint. No, no, he does it quite a lot. He's rattled. He's I know. It's uh, every, probably so every Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. It's just like, hey, man, great app. Less WWE chat, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. All right, give us hit us with the okay, top. Okay, here's my top three. Oh, actually, yeah, I want to hear. I actually want to hear both. But can you start with the top three? Okay, this is my top three. Yeah, this this is the one I'm more passionate about. Okay, okay. I've curated this list. I've put a lot of thought into it. Okay, these are my top three people. I think would successfully save their entire family from kidnappers if the ransom request was to wrap the entire discography of Macklemore and Ryan Lewis <laughs> from the years 2012 to 2016. <laughs> I, I have a sneaking suspicion you're going to end up three. on this list. <laughs> Is Macklemore even on the list? Number three. <laughs> <laughs> if if number t- three and two are Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Go, number three. Who is Number it? three. Macklemore. Okay, Macklemore okay. is on the list. Okay, and good. I put him at number three. Why is he number three? Hey. <laughs> because uh, I put Macklemore at number three because, one, I feel like he's too rich. Yep. And probably wouldn't care. Two, he has had problems with rampant alcoholism the past couple of years. <laughs> yes, probably yes. forgot the lyrics. Yes. So uh, that's why he's at number three. Okay. Number two, yep. Ryan Lewis. <laughs> produced all the music, helped write the lyrics, is not an alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> but that's why he gets the edge. That's why he gets the okay. edge, yes. On Macklemore. And number one. I wonder who this could be. 14-year-old Blake Pavey. <laughs> Okay, you didn't need to specify the age. Don't act like you couldn't still do it to this day. I know you could. <laughs> Blake, there's a gun to your head. Your entire, fa- what was it? Your entire family's lives depend on it. Yep. You must wrap Macklemore and Ryan Lewis to save them. Okay. In th- you have to start doing it. And listen In up. three, two, one. I want Idris Elba, the Idris Elba one. Okay. Oh, okay. I challenge you to a dance off. <laughs> Hands off, no back talk, no backwash. On the black top, just me, you, dance all. <laughs> get on the phone. Get on the, get on the phone. Damn. Oh, get on the phone. Oh. Come on, get on the phone. Okay. Oh, I grab my ankle and move it up. And do that thing where I move my butt. I got the juice, motherfucker. Don't use it up. I say, oh, there it is. Let's just do my tucks and then I shimmy, 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 shimmy to the left. Shimmy, 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 shimmy to the right. Give me, give me, give me everything that you got. Dance up, motherfucker, to the dead thing. Right, you got loose air bows and a big old neck. And like a big bun girl, like a work up a trap. I rock your toes and a turtleneck. She's doing a dance and a hat. Grandma, that's a bad mama jabber. She's doing the banana grandma to talk like a hammock. She like to talk, God, baby, you can handle it. She took up a dick and feeling a little bit inadequate. <laughs> Grandpa got a cock like a ham hock. Hello, old, hello, long, looking like Matt. Like, damn dog, I didn't even want to have a standoff. He tried to take a buddy, about to take his pants off. <laughs> Dude, you- I would just kill your family for raising this kind of son. <laughs> <laughs> Mum doesn't deserve to live. No. Dude, Blakey was so locked in then. His face was bright red. He had veins all over his head. He looked like the fucking... I felt like Zoe just seconds before you nut. (laughs) That's what she sees. No, me rapping that was way longer than Zoe would ever have to deal with (laughs) me nutting. (laughs) That is amazing. What is wild there is like... Tyler kind of threw a last-minute switch into the song that he wanted, and you still do it. He knew it. He knew <laughs> like, it you perfectly. You didn't even really request like what I would consider like a, a really mainstream. Mac no, I didn't hit. say thrift shop. I didn't say downtown. I said do the Idris Elba one. Is that dance off? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I remember at his concert, he picked out two people from the mosh pit to have a dance off when the beat that when the when the get on the floor bit hit. Yeah, get on the floor. Yeah, but uh, that's my more passionate okay. list. Um, do you want my actual list? I would love that. Okay, these are my top five environments that make people instantly ten times more neurodivergent. 
Okay. Okay. Number five. Prestigious comedy theatres in Palmerston North. <laughs> Particularly post-show. Are we going to talk about this, are we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would love to because this, this, this deserves to be shamed, man. Oh, it was wild. It was so and weird. And the reason as to why I thought it was so wild is because how casually it was received from the person being wild. Yeah, yes. yeah. We need to. Yeah, can we tell this story? It's the most lack of the most least self-aware thing I've ever come across in eight and a half years of doing stand-up. Maybe. And you know what? I worked in retail for a decade, and it was still the most unaware thing that I've ever seen as well. Yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't believe what was actually. There was multiple. Okay, you just start the story. Yep. So I walked off stage in Palmerston North last night, had a great show, and then Blake and I were just chilling off to the side of stage, like in the wings next to, while the crowd was leaving. Now, we haven't been doing uh, meet and greets, and the main reason is when you, the theatres are so big, you hit a point where uh, you have a time that everyone has to be loaded out of the venue, and Mm. The main reason is venues don't like to do it because then they have to hang around, they get nothing out of it, and Mm. they have to, all the staff have to keep working Blah, 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 right? Yep. And there's also like 800 people there. It takes hours and... right. So yeah, It's I a big operation. It's not just Luke and Blake come out and say good day and then go home. Yeah, yeah, I think people think it's quicker than it is. It has to be organised in advance. And, it's, it's quick for the person. It's, it's, it's very quick and probably a good person. But when you have like 500, oh, I just got to tell you, man, I got this story. Yeah. You'll fucking love it. It just ends up not being viable once you get into the bigger theatres, right? So we so we weren't doing a meet and greet, and that is the reason why. Sometimes people ask, like, you used to do them. That's because I used to do small comedy clubs and rooms, mm-hmm. and I could meet everyone and spend enough time with everyone to make it worthwhile, right? Yep. Anyway, so we weren't doing a meet and greet. We're just chilling backstage. The crowd's exiting out uh, just after the show. And a few minutes after the show's finished, a girl just kind of wanders through the backstage door past the security guard who just stares at her yep. and she's just wandering in really slowly. And I start staring at her like, maybe she works here. Maybe I didn't see her beforehand. She looks dressed very casually for staff. Why isn't she wearing the uniform? Actually, she looks 19. Actually, she looks like a carbon copy of all the chicks I just performed in front of. <laughs> <laughs> like I, all this is running through my brain. And I, and then Blake sees her and then we just start staring at each other. Still haven't said anything. She still doesn't say anything to us. She's walking slowly towards us. Right. And then she gets up the stairs. She walks up two flights of stairs, sees her at the top, and then she just stands there waiting for us to talk to her. Doesn't say anything. And I just stare at her in silence. Like, we, by the way, my mouth is gaping open. <laughs> it's uh, The only way I can describe it is I'm looking at her, I don't know. Just like, thinking, you're just in utter confusion. What do, you, what do you say there? I'm looking at her like she's just in full blackface yep. or something like that. Like I'm, I'm just staring at her like. You're like shocked. Like what, what is going on? And then it was like, and I was sitting to the side. Oh, by the way, I don't really want to tell this story. You, why not? I don't know. It's, Listen, man. No, here's hey, the thing. She probably didn't. This thing. I don't think she realized how weird of a thing it was. Does, it does not matter. This is how the do thing, you man. not realize it's a weird thing to do? Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and call her stupid because that's what I think. Yeah, but that's what she is. <laughs> that's what I don't want to okay. say what I listen, think bro. about this because what listen, my dog. honest thoughts are not good for her. Man, listen, I do not think much of her this as a thing. human. That's good. So I don't want to talk about no, it. No, good. You should talk about it because, and hey, because- maybe a slap of reality to her face. <laughs> Because this is the thing, man. This isn't like we're not like a we're not like a we're not like a school. Like we went on like a school business trip and like representing our school. Oh, we shouldn't talk about these people doing dumb shit because it's going to get us in trouble. No, this is the thing. Here's what's here is what's no, happening. I just I also just acknowledge that she came out to my show. She must have liked me to a point where she, you know she paid sixty dollars uh, to see me before my. Exactly. So I appreciate that, and I don't want to be too hard on it. Doesn't but matter. Also, okay, it fine. Was insane. This is not Luke speaking. Then this is me speaking. Tyler from the BLT podcast. This is my own thoughts. You as an attendee at an entertainment event are not entitled to access whatever the fuck you want past the thing that is being delivered to you that you paid for, which is the comedy show that went for an hour. Just because you paid money to come to see something doesn't mean you get to fucking walk backstage. This is the thing. Since COVID, people's brains have fucking broken with how they consume like live entertainment, gigs, comedy events, whatever it is. People are so bizarre and it's especially... Zoomers, I'm sorry, Zoomers, you are com- completely not based, not uh, 
You guys are so not Grimace Shake. He started right? off with like attacking one girl and is now like just like it's true, man. going to town on a generation. It is. Good. Yeah. Fuck this generation, man. <laughs> by the way, probably like 40% of the podcast of listeners. listeners. Good. Well, if you guys know who you are, if you're the base portion, but there are other people. There are so many people, especially because of TikTok brain rot. People use TikTok so much, they're just like completely ignorant to how the world functions. But- if there is a door that says staff only, do not enter unless you are permitted to be here, you just don't go through the door. I mean, it's not it's it, not hard. And here's what she also said. She was like, oh, I'm just here because my friends ditched me, so I thought I'd come through. Your friends didn't ditch you. They walked the right way. <laughs> <laughs> you went through the bad, the door you okay. weren't meant to go through. I'll say what happened. So she walks up to us, and again, I'm staring at her in just disbelief in silence, and Blake and yeah. I haven't said anything. She doesn't say anything to us, so eventually I go, Hello? And by the way, I am being such an asshole at yeah. this point. Like, you're, But you're not, man. You're literally not. You, yeah, you being you an asshole would have been like, what the fuck is fine. wrong with you? Why I are you wasn't? walking? Yeah, no. you I just feel like staring at someone with your mouth open in disbelief at their presence is inherently no, rude. No. In any other situation. In any other situation, yes. Maybe. Any other situation. If you were on the street and you were ordering a subway and a fan came to you and was like, oh, look, Kitchell, I love your work. And you were like... Hello, what are you doing? Yes, sure. That that Ew, was, get away from me! <laughs> you, you went pee anyway, you. I don't think she realized the entire time that what she was doing was bizarre. Yeah. So she walked back and then she went, "Oh, I just wanted to see what you guys were doing back here." Yeah. And no. then I was like, "Well, we were talking." Yeah. And also, like, after the show, I'm like, like kind of sweaty and I'm like decompressing and we're talking about the show a bit. It's just one of those things where even if I do do a meet and greet, I usually give it a few minutes to like compose cool myself and have a yeah. drink and like. Just so, that the, just, the, being, just so that the listeners understand what this happened, the timeline of this. The show ends, Luke walks off stage where myself and Blake are standing and I was doing all the tech stuff last night at the show. So I was cueing the music, had the music coming back up. I just hit the post show playlist to get the music back up in the room. The audience is slowly leaving. It's been probably 25, 30 seconds. And then I go, hey, boys, I'm going to go turn the cameras off off stage. I'll be back in a second. So I walk away. And as I walk away is when this ordeal unfolds and she walks backstage. So it's, it hasn't even been a full minute. No. It was literally as Luke walked off stage. Dude, you're not an arsehole. That is crazy. And that then is crazy. She was just like, oh, you guys are, she goes, you guys are acting weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then I stare at Blake and I just go to her, this has never happened before. Like, oh, by the way, I haven't even really said anything. I, don't, I haven't asked her a name. I just, the first thing I said to her, I go, I'm just still in, I'm smacked at the confidence and the lack of self-awareness because usually if you, if say if someone you really admired or whatever, and you wanted to meet them so much yeah. that you walk backstage, stared at you like that, you'd be like, oh, I'm not welcome here. I should go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Even if you first thought you should go in and then sure you'd realize, oh, I've made a terrible mistake. What have I done? Yeah. Right? yeah. So she's standing there casually. Like the three of us are just hanging out. She doesn't really acknowledge Blake. No, that's the thing. If you're going to break the law, <laughs> yeah, it's also trespassing, and yeah. they don't understand a lot of things. Where I, my brain goes straight to, this is illegal, and if you roll your ankle, the venue is liable now because you're not supposed to be back here. Like they don't yeah. think about all these no, things. I know the all these stuff. things because we sign contracts. Yeah. But I go, oh, there's only a certain amount of people who can be back here because yeah. of laws. A hundred percent, and that's yes. the thing too. It's like we have all our gear back there. I had my, I had my laptop, which I was running the show off. That has all of the blank face stuff. It's a brand new laptop. It's very expensive. We had all the camera gear side stage that I was packing up, and everything is just there because that's supposed to be like a secure spot for us to pack up the tech, do the whole show. Thousands upon thousands of dollars of stuff, and if sh people are just walking backstage just to be like, "Oh, dude, great sit, brother." It's like, what? What are you doing? And then like, the. the uh, it, yeah. it, it might it might be a New Zealand thing because when people do an we've had people attempt to do an intro, but it's usually just like drum boys just going like you boys fucking going to review our show, mate. <laughs> yeah. and we have to be like no, and they're like fair enough, man, no fucking good shit. <laughs> And then they go home and they type on Facebook. They're like, fucking Luke kid, you fucking can't fucking get what you're fucking coming to. You can't fucking Because it has happened a couple times in Australia where people have tried to access backstage. Like, that's how dumb Australians are through the stage. They just climb up on the stage and then they're just wandering backstage. But they know they're in the wrong and they sneaking around and they, like, do it. This girl thought, she was like, oh, I just didn't know if you guys were, like, going to 
meet me. So I thought I'd come back. Yeah. Which and then is- I start staring at the security guard who, by the way, she's walked past and he's just like big New Zealand guy. And he was just standing there like, and I look at him like, and I just literally put up my hands and go, yeah, what's I still don't want to say to her like I don't want to go get her out of here because in my head I'm like that's rude, bro, right? No. But he goes to me, oh, did she not be here, bro? And he puts it on me. His job is supposed to be like make me look like not an asshole, right? Yeah, He's exactly. supposed to be like, hey, sorry, you're not supposed to be back here, and I'm supposed to be like, sorry, See thanks later. for oh, coming. Which is gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. But he puts it on me, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, this has never happened before. And the security guy go, goes, so. Yeah, yeah, oh, and then, the- yeah, and then you go to her, oh, like, I, just, I don't want you to get in trouble. Yes, so I'm then trying she, to give her a hint, like, you should leave. Yeah. So then she she finally gets in and she's like, oh, okay, and then walks back. And then the security guard, it's, it's I don't know what happened. What went through his brain to just say, oh, no, you're not in trouble. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that either. It was bizarre. But then ultimately the boys walked over to me. I was still packing camera gear up on I stage. just walked away. Yeah. Because if... She, I think she wanted a photo or something, but it's also like, all right, that's all good and well, and I appreciate you coming, but it's not fair if I, because you've busted like busted through the, the door back here. If I get a photo well, with you and thing. not Dude, everyone it else, reinforces so reinforces this idea that yeah, that is that, this is the thing. Ultimately, this is what I want the BLT heads to know, and I'm just going to say it straight up. Mr. Kidgel here and, and Mr. Pavey as well. Mr. Pavey's a little a little less uh, conscientious, I think. But Mr. Kidgel here is pos- possibly the no no. He is. I'm saying you're nice, but you're also more happy to be like what you guys are doing is dumb. Oh, okay, but Luke yeah. actually goes so far above and beyond as an entertainer and as a personality. Whenever someone stops him, bro could be in the middle of the busiest day of his life. If someone stops him, messages him with something, he's always thinking in his head like, yep, I'm going to be super nice, have a chat, take a photo. Now, he doesn't owe anyone that. His thing is to do comedy for an hour and fuck off. That's the, that is the entitlement that they have as an audience, right? Luke is so overtly nice and everything, even in a situation where someone who is paid to see him has completely broken the rules and the confines of what they are entitled to, his first thought is still like, ah, I don't want to make this a shit experience for them. Well, because I mean? No, you know, it's selfish. Because it's a selfish reason as to why I think that. It's because I'm like, they're going to tell 10 people that I sucked. And then and whatever, that's going to get dude, around. Whatever the reason mm. is, you're still thinking that. Because to me... Because we've my- all had bad experiences like with, uh, a, say, a personality or a celebrity before. And I've told so many people, like, that person's an asshole. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter, though. Because in that context, I feel like if, if she was like to anyone with a brain... Oh yeah! After the show, I just walked backstage and like I met Luke Kidgel, and he was like, sh- he off. was like shocked that I was there. She messaged me afterwards, like, "Hey, I was the one who walked backstage. You need to smoke a joint or something. You should have seen the look on your face. Yeah, it's <laughs> like still no self awareness. No, that's what I mean. So this so, is the point. It was like, you need to stop smoking joints. Yeah, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? You got people need to understand like. We love meeting you guys, Luke and Blake and everyone. We love that you guys love it and you want to meet them and come back and hang out, whatever. But it's like, fuck, dude, time and place. And 11 seconds after the show ends, coming backstage, all the gear and the venue and the safety and the yada, yada is not the time. My God. But I I honestly think so. Like some people. Yeah. Oh, it's on your nose now. Oh, Oh, no, you got it. Did you get it? Oh. Just were well, you just trying to do an impression of people who sneak backstage? Like, <laughs> oh, I forgot to get it off. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know the other funny thing is though? Like th- these, it happens all the time. Like you know, like uh, look, obviously they're there to see you. But, you know, I'm here. I'm trying to work on my show. I'm opening the shows. It's good fun. Love being here. But then, what happens at the meet and greets? It's like, like majority of the people are lovely. But mm. then there's just like the certain portion of people who will just like walk straight past and then just like not, not even make eye contact with the man that opened the show. <laughs> Wait, so you feel like you're entitled to a bit of love? No, I feel like I'm entitled to a hello. <laughs> okay, no, maybe. I don't want a compliment. I don't want a, hey man, great set, fucking love your stuff, brother. I'm just going to, hey man. Just a hello. Well, yeah. I, I think it, that, is, it is odd to just not acknowledge anyone who's standing there. Yeah, to yes, be standing. Yeah, that is odd too. That is that is odd. Yeah, but these people like we're referring to. It's not everyone, but some people just don't have people skills. I think yeah, some, yeah. I think that's just people skills of some people. To be honest with you, that's I think true. people get nervous, especially at the main greets. They're probably excited to meet the gang and they get nervous or whatever. But I think yeah, I think that's I think. But I my whole thought is just that I think people's brains have broken post COVID. I think a lot of younger people just weird, don't know. Weirdly entitled, and they don't view. 
anything through the lens of like a third person. Like that they don't look out and go, is me doing this cool or fair to others? No, or 100%. they just like go, oh, do not enter. Open door. I would like to meet comic. I would like to meet that yeah, man. Like she's the only one in the room maybe who would have That's liked a photo. I'm sure there are other people who might have wanted a photo. But out of the thousand or whatever? Like yes, absolutely. whatever other people. I also think it might be a, there's some sort of disconnect because like, you know, there's the, you know, there's famous famous. Yeah. Like yeah. there's Macklemore. You know what I mean? <laughs> Macklemore like, is the, okay, yep, go That on. is like the most famous you can get, Macklemore, yeah. right? In 2014, <laughs> right? But like. Like there would be like if there's a certain level of disconnect oh, yeah, with we, that level of celebrity in quotation marks. Yeah. But like you know we are not that level. No, it's because we're like a, a just we're known, very accessible. We're, famous. we're known and achievable. And yeah. also Ch- like if you hang around at the Maccas or Carl's Junior after the show, you're probably gonna see us anyway. Exactly. You know yeah. Exactly. I mean? When we, look the boys here, no offense, fellas, you're not Liam Gallagher or Rufus Rice. You know, you just you're an attainable sort of level of fame, a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, so what's the other four? Anyway, number four. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually have a list? Yep. <laughs> what's the list again? Let, top to five environments that make people instantly ten times more a word I'm not allowed to say on the podcast. Okay, okay. yeah. But, oh, yeah. But let's Will just, I am said it in the song let's, once. Let's, yeah. let's click through the next four. Okay. Number four, aeroplanes. Yeah, true. Yes, very specifically. God, just could, like, could, could even be higher up if you ask me, but I'm we can't click through because I've got another story about the aeroplane on the way here. Yeah, oh, good. Let's do it. Let's I was it. in the toilet. I'm taking a piss and then I, I go out of the toilet trying to get back to my seat. And, I you know, there's a queue starts to build up on planes down the aisle. Yeah. I start opening the door and I realize, oh, I'm opening it into someone who's standing between the two doors. Yeah. So I, I go, oh, I'm just trying to get out. Like, and I, I peek my head over around the door like, oh, sorry, just going to have to move. Otherwise, I'm going to be stuck in the toilet. Yeah, frustrating. the door and it goes one way. That's how doors work. Yeah. It's basic hinge. Anyway. <laughs> it's basic hinge. Hinge logistics. Come on. The lady, she smiles at me. She goes, okay. She doesn't move. So I bang the door into her again and she smiles at me again. And I go, oh, I'm just trying to get out. And she, I bang the door into her ass again. She doesn't move. And I go, okay, I've uh, smacked the, you with the door three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a hint, right? Yeah. And I, go, I gesture her like maybe move into the uh, the cabin bit where they get the food ready. There's no one there. I'm like, just quickly move in while I get out and then you can jump in yeah. after me because she was in next, right? Yep. She doesn't move. So I, I, this time I start, I just start, I was like, fuck it, whatever. Oh, she was like an old lady. I yep. pretty aggressively just try and squeeze the door open now. And now I'm stuck between the door trying to trying to jimmy myself out between the crack in the door. She's still not moving. So then I'm pushing it like into her and she's like, she almost like gets bowled over. Wait, so was she standing upright? Yes. And she what? wasn't like a bigger lady either. She was just, what? She could have just moved. This is, that is bizarre. I was picturing, I'm sorry, but look, you told me, you told me this story after the flight when we were trying to get through the line. For some reason, I was picturing like a really old woman, like, you know how they have those four, I don't know why I was picturing this on a plane. Oh, you know those four wheeler walker things that no. have the seat? I, I pictured she had the walker there. and she was sitting in the walker for some reason. No, she just could have what walked. What the hell? She, she had a Catman do jacket on. She was a fit lady who was <laughs> well, athletically. But then okay. after, afterwards, I am telling this story when we're going through Customs to the guys because uh, I got a black on the plane. Oh, I got a story for you, but I'll I'll wait till we get off the plane because in case the person hears me, yep. do this right, and then we're waiting. We're in the queue, and Blake goes, "Oh, what like what are we gonna tell me?" And I go, "Oh, dude, it's on the plane." And I tell him that story. I'm like, this <laughs> lady wouldn't move, and I had to shove the door and like almost knocked her over. Oh my and god! I'm like, what a moron, right? And then I'm like just going to town, and I'm like, oh, uh, I'm in the line doing like, uh, who am I? I'm just gonna uh, or whatever, right? <laughs> And then I tell this whole story so loudly. And then about two minutes later, we've moved on. I just turn around and she's like behind us in the queue. Like the whole time. And I just go, oh. And everyone's like, what? And I'm like, that. Oh, And everyone just goes, oh. And then I watched her go through the rest of the airport. Oh. Like she was at the conservatorium, but there was nothing on the roof. Oh. She was like, do you mean the planetarium? Conservatorium. What the That's fuck not is a that? Word. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the conservatorium's the planetarium for like your favorite right wing activist. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Conservatory. Is that a thing? A conservatorium? No, I think it's a conservatory. Yeah. A conservatory. conservatory. Yeah. 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 Like in Cluedo. 
gets home with a candlestick in there. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it is. Conservatorium is a word. Oh, it is? What is it? I don't know, but this is Sydney Conservatorium of Music. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's 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 a room with like a big, yeah, I oh, was thinking of the planetarium, by the way, but yeah. it is a room also with a big uh, grandiose a, roof. An institution or school for instruction in music specifically. Damn. Yeah, and often they're like, it's like this, you know. Oh, because it would be like for a orchestra so the roof would actually be quite big and yeah, for the reverb anyways, acoustics yep. it kind of worked but anyway okay, continue sorry. in the in yeah so now we're on number three so it, yeah oh sorry I was thinking sanitarium yeah, the health for, food company which all well, sanitarium is also um, like a mental institution it's an old name for that oh. is a Metallica song sanitarium not about wheat picks <laughs> you know what let me just Give James Hetfield a buzz. <laughs> Did you write this about crazy people or wheat picks? <laughs> How many do you do? Leave me three. Oh, no, that's let me be. Okay, yeah. number three. <laughs> I do seven, dude. Number three, busy city sidewalks. Oh. Don't walk slow. Don't oh. need to get into it. Oh. That's another issue for oh. another day. Number two, uh, uh, niche... Uh, F-grade celebrity, comedian, TikToker, philanthropist, ticketing websites, slash my Instagram DMs. <laughs> Bro, when you come in a Wagga three months ago. Um, I mean, no- that, I, I don't get annoyed at that message anymore because I've, I've realised after many years of getting frustrated at that is it comes from a very good place. They want to see you when you're in Wagga. That's true. I would, man, I wish people mm. in Wagga wanted to see me. Actually, there is a guy in Wagga that wants to see me. Who's the guy in Wagga? Uh, the f- this is like the first time I ever got anyone messaging me being like, oh, you're blank face that I didn't know. It was after Luke's, the start of Luke's tour last year when I first started working with you. We were on the road and we were in Wagga and I was I did the ticketing as people were walking into the show. And when I got off the tour, like a week and a half later, I was doing a TikTok live as Blankface playing a bunch of songs. And a regular who would always watch the lives came in and he goes, dude, weird question, but did you do the ticketing at the Luke Kidgel's Wagga show? I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh my God, that's crazy. My girlfriend dragged me to the show to see Luke Kidgel. I'd never heard of him before. And then after I scanned my ticket and sat down, I was like, oh my God, I think that's Blankface. <laughs> And I was like, that That's is awesome. fucking crazy. <laughs> that is so That's sick. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, number two. And uh, number one, yep. airports. Just yeah, okay. airports. Yeah, yeah, Aeroplane, yeah. that's a different beast. Yeah. People well, just um, around air travel just uh, throw common sense out the window. But we've discussed this before on the yeah. pod. Yeah, it's but like, I felt like it was the obvious number one pick. Like, you're not, you're not putting that over anything no. else. You know what it is? I feel like it's like, you know when... Um, you know when like you have a chip bag and once you get in the air, the chip bag expands and it's like it's going to pop. It's like really hard. It's like that's what happens to people's brains. It's like they expand into their skulls and then they just don't know how to properly react. Speaking yeah, they of become the- mega mind without the mind, just <laughs> mega. But it's I feel like it's it only sort of the, the the level of dumbness only comes in when they're going somewhere. Once you get somewhere, you're keen to just get out of the airport as soon as you possibly can. Yep. When you're rolling into somewhere, you're like, ooh, because you don't have like the eagerness of like, I don't know. Yeah, facts. But like, also, can I just say about inflated chip bags on flights? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember when Reese was trying to get that chip bag open yeah, for that was, a that's flight? What the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Were you on this flight? Yeah, he had a panic attack about the chip bag. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't handle the fact that his chip bag expanded. He had a bag of Samboys, and he just could not. It's like it was, a four-hour flight, and every. Th- 20 minutes incrementally he, he I tried would, to see him attempt yeah, he to would, try oh, get he'd it open the, he'd pick the inflated bag back up and he would try and do it and then he'd be so nervous it was going to make a popping sound that he'd just put it back down it wouldn't happen all that would happen it would go that's yeah. what we said it sounded like a silent fart but yeah but even the idea or concept that it could make a pop sound upon opening was enough to stop Reese from trying he thought it would like explode everywhere no I think he was just nervous about the noise but everyone would have just been like, okay, or like would have had the headphones on or whatever. A baby screaming down the other end, like the pop of your Actually, chips. Actually, is- there would have been like one really racist old man who would have heard a pop and it come from the guy who has a massive mustache and he would have tried to tackle him or something. Yeah, on the plane. Imagine if like <laughs> Reese's sitting there and we're like, come on, man, just open the chip bag. You know, you can do it. It'll be fine. And he's like, no, no, no. Then we go, no, 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 trust me. He goes, no, it's going to make a pop sound. And then we're like, no, 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 you should do it. And then he picks the chip bag up. He's got it in his hand. He peels the thing back and it just. It's a really weak explosion sound. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this one. That's pretty funny. Yeah. 
Damn, All right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to what? this ep. Oh, wasn't that number two? No, that was number one. Oh, airports was number one. Yeah, my DMs oh. were number two. Oh, okay. That that's that. Well, actually, just before we finish, I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna cl- clarify something from last week's episode that is crucial to the audience. Um, bit of buzz in the DMs about it. So, <clears throat> actually, you know what? Maybe I'll save this for next week. We can let it cook. I think it's been a long episode already. Yeah, I'll. R- we're going to start next week's episode off with this story. With a bang. With a, with <laughs> with a, a chip on an aeroplane <laughs> level bang. Yeah, with a chip, yeah, with a light. A chip bag explosion. <laughs> with a sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in to BLT, guys. It's been an absolute goddamn pleasure. Um, yep. Great. Anything else to say, Blakey? Uh, make sure you just get in the mindset of tickets going on sale for the live tour. And the, and the thing is, and, and actually let us know what the first demand let is. us know, but also you will have a chance to meet all three of us at the live shows, and it's going to be all above board oh. and well within the confines of the venue. And we're going to be super excited to meet all of you, and you won't have to go backstage That's because what I'm most saying. of the venues probably won't even have one. It's no. going to be yeah. intimate shows. So, dude. You know, it, the thing is, we'll be nothing but wanting to meet you wherever you can, wherever you are at the live shows. So will, you won't have to worry about an awkward interaction or feel like you've wandered back back somewhere where you shouldn't be. I will not can't. stare at you with a mouth gaping open unless you say something ultimately impressive to yeah. me <laughs> or, or enjoyous. Yes, exactly yeah. right. So we're super. I'm fuck. I'm so keen it's gonna be amazing anything else from you Blakey no no I think what has been said what has needed to be said has been said perfect all right thank you so much for listening guys see you next week and hit the outro and keep exploring yep (laughs) always say that here another riveting episode stay pretty and see you next week on BLT like the sandwich